0: hello, hello, and welcome back to episode eight. (gasps) Episode eight, I made it to eight episodes. It's exciting. I honestly was like, will I get to 10 when I started? That was kind of the goal. I was like, if I can make 10 episodes, like that's, I can die happy. And here I am, I'm at eight, in two more episodes, I'll be able to die happy, which, you know, (laughs) Hopefully I don't, but I could. Anyway, hi, episode eight. Um, I don't have a ton of new updates for you because when I recorded my last intro, it was Tuesday and it is now Saturday. And while my life is fun and full of adventures and cool stuff, I just haven't done that much since then. But um, yeah, I've been driving to Dayton every night. Tonight is the last night the music has been, it's been interesting for sure. Um, I had never played any of the stuff that we're playing. It's honestly kind of a, how do I, what do I call it? Eccentric program? Interesting out of the box. Um, yeah, it's been fun though. We're working with the chorus. There's some really great soloists. So yeah, that's been fun. Um, I will have you all know that I held myself accountable to my rule of not going out two nights in a row, and I was presented with the opportunity to do so, and it involved a birthday, and I still didn't do it. So, I would just like to take this moment to congratulate myself, (laughs) and um... To say that it actually is possible to stick with rules you make. Um, It's my friend Cora's birthday this weekend, so we are going to do something tonight, I, I think. We're planning on hitting the town. We'll see. Plans are loose, but I feel like it's happening. And then last night, some of my other friends were going out that I really wanted to hang out with. And I just was like, you know what, if I if I do this two nights in a row, the best version of Sarah is not going to make an appearance for another three to four days when I'm caught up on sleep again. And I can't go that long without her. I'm sorry. Um, Anyway, so I so I did not I did not break my rule. Just wanted to let you all know I'm I'm living my truth. I'm going to Chicago next week, which I'm very excited about. It's been a journey, a challenge, trying to get myself to the Windy City. I'm not sure why. I think I've I've had like several times when I was supposed to go to Chicago and like something happened, some small tragedy derailed my plans every time. So I just you know, for whatever reason, the world has not wanted me to be in Chicago. Fine. But this time I am going, I'm going with Skylar who is violin shopping. So we, our purpose is to find her a violin, but my purpose is low key to see the bean. Just kidding, Skylar. No, I'm going to be helping her with, you know, trying violins. When you... When you're trying violins, I'm not, you know, probably most of the people I'm talking to do not play violin or have not shopped for a violin, but it's really helpful to have somebody else with you because they can play it and you can hear how it sounds and then you can play it for them and they can hear how it sounds like you want to know what it sounds like and what it feels like, you know, so... Yeah. So it's going to be really helpful for me to be there. And then I just, I'm so excited to see the bean. I know I sound basic, but that's okay with me. Things that are popular and basic are popular for a reason because they're freaking amazing. So Whatever. I'm so excited for the bean, unapologetically. <laughs> Skylar made a joint um, note list of what we want to do while we're in Chicago. And right now, it literally says trip to Chicago, bean, pizza. Those are our two <laughs> activities we've got going on. But, you know, I'm going to do some research today. I'm going to get some more stuff in there. We're also seeing Chicago Symphony, which if you don't know, they are one of the best orchestras and I have never seen them. So yeah, woo! it's going to be fun. Anyways, let us get right into Rex. So here's a fun update. I decided to stop being the literal worst and start listening to the Huberman Lab. I... I've tried listening to his show many times, actually. Like, I've probably started five or six episodes, and I just... Oh my goodness, not me criticizing (laughs) the most famous podcast or one of. But I'm just going to say it because it is my truth. I don't feel, like, super entertained when I listen to his podcast. Like, I feel like it's just more... Like, it's a lot of information, and sometimes I like to be entertained, you know, educate and entertain, but I decided that that's robbing me of all of the great information that he has on there, and I need to stop being childish and grow up and listen to podcasts where they use words I may or may not understand because I will learn what they mean, so. I have made that big decision to start listening to the Huberman Lab. That being said, um, right now I am in the middle of listening to his episode, Dr. Gina Poe, You Sleep to Enhance Learning, Memory, and Emotional State. I'm having this weird feeling right now, like I've recommended this before. If I have, I'm sorry. I definitely did not listen to the whole thing and probably recommended it more based off the title. I might be crazy. But anyways, I'm listening to it right now. I'm obsessed with sleep. I'm obsessed with trying to get enough of it. I'm obsessed with Making it the highest quality with figuring all about it, and yeah, this podcast has been great. It's gonna make me even more psycho about getting enough sleep, which is you know fantastic. so yeah, highly recommend that. also, I think I mentioned it last week, but literally every podcast that I love is interviewing Lewis House, oh yeah. I still don't know how to say his name, which is sad. <laughs> um, yeah, so my favorite interview with him so far is on Jay Shetty's show, on or Jay Shetty's podcast, On Purpose. Um, I just, this is actually, I think, the fourth interview I've listened to with him. I listened to his um, with Girls Gotta Eat. I listened to his interview on The Skinny Confidential. I listened to his interview with Ed Milet. And now I am listening with Jay Shetty and... This is, I think this is my favorite one so far. It's interesting how you can listen to interviews with the same person with four different people and just get very different takeaways. And I feel like I'm resonating the most um, with Jay Shetty's. He just, his energy and his question asking skills are just amazing to me. And I feel like he does such an incredible job of getting like, the absolute most and, um, like best information that he can out of the guests. So yeah, I'm really liking that would highly recommend you listen to it. Um, I will of course link it in the show notes. I would not leave you hanging. So those will be linked. Um, okay. Books. Oh boy, what to say? So, um, I think I mentioned before I am reading this book called *You Are the Universe* by Deepak Chopra and Manasi Kafatos. Um, again, name pronunciation is butchered. So, what I have to say about this book is that it is very well thought out and has a ton of great information and dare i say is very dense very um what other word can i use it's chocked full of information in a way you know it's almost like huh you know i am discovering in real time that the universe is trying to teach me something which is that I think I have to be better about just listening to facts and like information and understanding it and then be okay with the application part of the process coming a little later. This is literally just hitting me right now because (laughs) it's the same thing with like the Huberman Lab podcast is sometimes I'm just very easily overwhelmed by like information and I'm like okay what is like what are the takeaways like what's the fun part I think that's what I want is I just want to get to the fun part and this book you are the universe it's not super fun in the beginning it's like a lot of information some to be honest like some stuff I agree with some stuff I don't some things I don't know if I agree with cuz I simply do not know enough about them yet but It's about um, how the universe came to be, um, and it's about what the universe is made of, quantum physics, the quantum field. It's a very heavy book informationally, and later on the application comes about, which is like how we can actually influence the universe to our, um, I don't want to say to our advantage, but... Uh, yeah, like how we, can, how we can participate in changing events in the universe. That's like selfishly the part that I want to get to. I want to get to the stuff that's more about like manifesting and meditating. But, you know, I have to be patient and enjoy the journey. I don't think this is me continuing to read a book that I don't like. I think this is me sticking around for the part of... The book that maybe I don't get as excited about because I know that there is something greater in store, and you know what isn't that just life? isn't that what life's about is enduring the stuff that maybe you are not you know that's maybe not as fun so that you can so that you can really appreciate it when it gets there. I don't know, I'm on a tangent anyway, you are the universe is. It's good. It's a lot of information. I will keep you informed because I think like I'm already getting to stuff where I'm like, okay, okay. This is like more what I, what I was thinking it would be about, but yeah. So you are the universe. I, I do recommend it. I'm not going to say I can't recommend it enough because that's reserved for stuff where I'm literally like shaking in my chair can barely focus on what I'm reading because I'm so excited because it's so good so I'm not gonna say I can't recommend it enough but I will say I can recommend it just generally I think it's good I think it's interesting okay anyway um shows I honestly have not watched like anything um last night was the first time that I could like sit down and and watch a little bit of something and I started they released the second portion of You the Netflix series so I watched a little bit of that um honestly like I was so tired I (laughs) probably gonna have to re-watch it but yeah so no shows really Sadly, which is good because I've been busy, but bad because I I love watching TV, honestly. So, anyways, those are all of the recs that I have for you. Okay, so we are talking about the gym. <laughs> Let me preface this by saying, if you had told me three years ago, First of all, that I was going to have a podcast, you know, I might have believed that I would have a podcast. That's not too crazy because I've always been obsessed with podcasts, but if you had told me that I was going to talk about the gym on my podcast, I would have laughed in your face because first of all three four years ago I was not going to the gym or if I was it was like once a month just to like make sure my planet fitness membership wasn't a complete waste of money um so first of all because I wasn't going second of all I would have said how dare you Sarah you know nothing about the gym you know nothing about fitness what you're gonna make a podcast about it that's crazy um And I just have to say to her, yeah, I am. Um, (laughs) Because while I don't know, sorry, please hold for the siren. Okay. Um, Yeah. Well, I do not know like a ton about it. Well, this is what I was thinking about. I am not an expert in any subject. But I am an expert in my experience of the subject. So while I can't really tell you maybe all of the science, all of the reasoning, I can't, you know, I'm definitely not a personal trainer. Um, I can tell you what my experience has been and I can tell you how I have managed to stay consistent. Um, I would also like to preface this by saying that different phases of your life may encourage you to engage in different physical activities. Um, And what I mean by that is, I think I mentioned before, for a long time, I was doing hot yoga, like four or five days a week. And I loved it. It was like, honestly, what I needed to be doing at that time. Um, For a long time, I was a runner. I used to run pretty long distances. I even wanted to do a marathon at one point, and maybe I still will. I don't know. But there's just been different phases of my life where I wanted to engage in a different physical activity. There's been times when I just wanted to take long walks and think. And I don't think there's anything wrong. Actually, I think it is in your best interest to honor your body and what your body wants you to do in any certain, you know, part of your life or even on different days. Like, honestly, some days I have planned to do one form of physical activity and I wake up and I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't know that that is in the cards for me today, but we'll get to that. But I just want to say that I'm talking about the gym because the gym has worked really well for me. But Please do not limit your understanding of like physical exercise or the information that I'm going to give you in this podcast about physical exercise. Please don't limit it to like going to the gym. I think this can be applied to any physical exercise that you want to get consistent with and keep up with. Maybe a couple of them will be like a little bit more specifically for the gym. But in general, these are just like ways that I've been able to stick to some sort of physical healthy habit. Um, Okay, one more disclaimer. (laughs) Sorry, I will get to the meat and potatoes. But I just, this is like important groundwork to me. Um, I also want to say that every single reason that I am going to give you like every single tip, everything that has worked for me is rooted in the belief that you really need to enjoy something to stick to it. Um, This is something that I really try to honor in every area of my life. I have just realized that if I am not enjoying what I'm doing, um, as much as it might help me, as much as it might be like a good thing, I'm just not going to stick to it if I can't find a way to enjoy the process of it happening. So, you know, if you if you don't believe that, that's I I mean, I don't need to tell you it's fine. You're your own person. You believe whatever you want, but for me, this has been I I for me it's true because it just has always proven true in my life. Maybe you're somebody that can literally hate going to the gym but you still do it um every day and you know you don't love it but you're seeing results so you keep going if that's you yes queen go off I'm I'm happy that whatever you're doing works for you but um yeah just for me like I have to really have fun and love doing something to stick to it so that was, um, that's how I've been able, if I could give you literally one tip here and not go into all these smaller details, I would say you have to find ways to make the gym enjoyable. You have to find ways to make it something that you really want to do and enjoy doing. And I'm going to give you some ideas for how I've been able to do that, but everybody's different. They might look different for you. So yeah. All right. I'm going to shut up and (laughs) get to the application so I have just like I'm kind of going rogue right now I usually have like a very detailed um outline but I'm just I wrote a couple things and we're gonna see where we go will you join me on this adventure yes great okay so um the first thing that I did that helped me and I seriously don't think that I would have stayed consistent at the gym if I hadn't done this is I got a trainer um so I started going to the gym and I start. I should say I started consistently going to the gym because like I said I've had like bouts here and there I've I've had little love affairs with the gym oh my gosh what am I saying um I've had like parts you know I've gone to the gym before but I never could get consistent with it um until like last May is when I really started going um I was in I was going through a very hard time um I don't need to get into all the details but I had just been through a breakup um I was not at my highest point energetically um in any sense of the word and I was like, "You know what? I think I should start going to the gym. Um I think I should start getting consistent. This is going to give me some way to kind of um, you know, pick up the pieces, get into a good get into a good routine, some good habits." So, I knew that I would have a very hard time sticking to this if I did not have some, like, repercussion for if I didn't go. So, I started going to Esporta to the one here. Um, they paired me with a trainer that has been, he's been so incredible, so, like, patient and patient but still has pushed me a lot and I still see him um you know what here's a side little tip when you if you sign up for fitness classes at Esporta read your contract very carefully because I wanted to sign up for like a couple months and I signed up for a year and their contracts are like impossible to get out of yeah, it wasn't my best look. I'm not thrilled that I did this because I am still paying for um, training, which I still love training, but just for right now, it's just my the gym, the gym that my trainer's at, it's kind of far, so I'm going somewhere else. So I'm still getting charged for these training sessions that I'm having trouble keeping up with. So if you sign up at Esporta, Maybe just don't. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. If you sign up at Esporta, just read your contract very carefully. Know what you're getting into because there are some great trainers there. And I highly recommend you work with them. Um, But I also don't want you to end up spending a bunch of money that you didn't intend on. So anyway, side tangent, we're back. Um, Yeah. So, I got a trainer. For me, this was a form of accountability. When I had somebody at the gym that was meeting me there, and I knew that expected me to show up, it forced me to go. And if I don't have somebody there, if I'm not paying for it, it can be very easy for me to wake up one day and be like, you know what, my body is telling me I don't need to go to the gym. Okay, so I'm, I'm just very easily like sidetracked. So for me, a trainer was super helpful. Um, And I would say that I got a trainer more because I needed somebody to keep me accountable than I got one for actually needing to learn how to do the exercises because i i had gone to the gym with my sister a lot and she had we had talked a lot about like form and she had showed me a lot of stuff but um yeah and obviously i he still helped me tremendously like but a lot of the stuff that i learned from him is stuff that i could have learned through like youtube videos and stuff so if you're not a person that needs like an accountability partner, maybe you don't need a trainer. Maybe you can just look up on YouTube or maybe you have a friend that goes to the gym and you and you do need an accountability partner and you could just go with them and maybe they're already a gym goer and they could help you with some stuff. But for me, getting an accountability partner and like having some sort of method like that was super helpful um, yeah, so that's the first thing I would recommend is if you do if you know yourself, and you know that you're not going to show up if like, you don't have any sort of repercussions, if you don't show up, or maybe you just really need someone to guide you, like, invest the money. I, I know that maybe it's a lot. I know firsthand as someone that's still paying for things I'm not using. Um, i not going to go down that road again. I know firsthand how expensive these services can be, how expensive training can be. And you know what I have to say to that is you can spend your money on a lot of stuff. You can there are a lot worse ways to spend your money than on getting a personal trainer. And if you I know not everybody can afford it, I know that I was fortunate and that I could afford it, but even if you can afford like a couple training sessions or like a month of training sessions i I promise you with the right trainer, it is worth it and it is going to really help you um so yeah, so that is my first recommendation get some sort of um Accountability method. Okay, so the next thing that really was a game changer for me is I appreciated the immediate results. Um, I talked about this a little bit on my podcast with Kelly and Joey a couple weeks ago, but I think if you are only going to the gym because you want your body to look a certain way, you know, six months down the road. I think it's going to be really hard in the beginning if that's the only reason you're going because you're not going to get the you're not going to get the benefits of that for such a long time. So, what I pre, what I did was I was like, "You know what? I'm probably not going to see actual results here for a long time. But you know what I do have right now that's great with just going, just starting to go to the gym, I have more energy, my mind feels a lot clearer, I feel like I get out of my head, I feel like I have a time in the day when I can just put all my energy towards something really productive, and I'm not so consumed by, you know, whatever else is going on. I appreciated the people I met there. I appreciated my trainer. I appreciated everything that I could in the moment, what was currently happening. And I didn't get hung up about like, oh, am I, you know, is my body changing? It's been a week. Do I have a six pack? I I think it's hard to consistently go to the gym and have great workouts and enjoy yourself if you cannot. Respect and honor your body in the form that it's currently in and in what it currently looks like because it's really just not fun to go to the gym and be stressed out about like, oh, I, you know... I'm not, I'm not doing what so-and-so is doing. I don't look like her yet. I don't look like the YouTube influencer that's been doing this for five years that I'm still, for some reason, comparing myself to, even though that's completely ridiculous because I've been going to the gym for a week, okay? You can't, if you're only going to like look like something one day or you're chasing something that's out there, like if you're going to the gym and saying like, oh, in six months when I look, when I look different, I'm going to really enjoy this. No, like enjoy it for what it is right now, no matter what it looks like. Even if you're going there and you don't feel like you're getting enough weight yet, you don't feel like you're, you know, lifting as much as you want to you have to just be able To respect the journey and the process and love yourself as you are because like I said, that is when you actually are going to enjoy it and that's when you're going to be able to be consistent and that's when eventually you are going to have the results you want because you love going there and the byproduct of going there and putting all your energy into it and loving the process is that eventually you get this better body if that's what you're after, okay? Okay. So, yeah, you just, we have to learn to appreciate the process. And the other thing that I will say about this, which is kind of under the same umbrella, is that I started going to the gym to meet an emotional need rather than a physical need. Um, My true reason for beginning to go to the gym, my true reasons, I should say, were to be less depressed, I know that's not like a sexy reason maybe for going to the gym, but yeah, I wanted, I was in a really bad place, I wanted to clear my mind, I wanted, um, I didn't want to be depressed anymore, and I felt like going to the gym could help me with that, um, I had a very low amount of confidence, um, Yeah, looking back, and I really felt like going to the gym and being able to, you know, lift heavy things and uh, get in there and know what I'm doing. I felt like that would help me to have more confidence. So, yeah, my reasons for going to the gym were actually totally, like, emotional and mental and really had nothing to do with my body and I want to be very sensitive and understanding of people that maybe want to start going to the gym and you do really want to change what you look like because maybe you feel like you want to lose a lot of weight maybe you want to put on a lot of muscle you're just not happy with what you look like currently I I understand and I want to honor that you maybe were in a different position than me where you maybe wanted to drop where maybe you want to drastically alter the way you look and I cannot convince you of this but I can just tell you what I think I know to be true which is that no matter where you're starting from I think it is it is equally important for the reason That you are starting to be to be emotional and to be mental and to be one that comes from a desire to love yourself more and to be a better version of yourself and to me I was really only after being a better version of myself mentally and spiritually and You know, months down the road, now I can see that I'm a better version of myself, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, all those ways, but also physically, also on the outside. I think with any of these processes, you have to address what is inside first you need to be going to fix an inner problem. And then eventually, when you do that so much, then eventually, I think it is going to show through you and the outer things that you're trying to fix, again, are just going to be a side effect. But I just, yeah, I encourage you to think about why you really want to go and To be able to try to honor the state that you're in now, to be able to look in the mirror and love yourself now and to be able to love yourself enough that you want to become better mentally and eventually physically. So yeah, those are probably the biggest reasons why I was able to be consistent is because I appreciated the immediate results and because I was going for reasons that were really important to me to feel better um inwardly so yeah that is my second thing okay so the next thing that i think is really important with going to the gym and i i said this before but this is my experience this is what works for me um i am a unique individual just like everybody else so I, of course, can never really speak to other people's experiences. But for me, one thing I did was I never pushed myself on days I was not feeling my best energetically because I always wanted to make sure that the gym was somewhere I wanted to return to. Um, This is something that I actually still hold to be true is that I never beat myself up if I haven't been to the gym in the in a while. I don't try to like put myself through this just terrible, gruesome workout because I missed a couple days. I'm not mad at myself if I, you know, smash a whole thing of ice cream in the one night, and then in the morning I'm supposed to go to the gym. I I just. I don't know I treat myself with a lot I treat myself very gently and I try to really listen to my body and I have just gone to the gym too many times when I was younger like maybe four or five years ago I've gone and I've done these like hard exercises that made me feel terrible because I was so out of shape And then I just didn't want to go back because it wasn't like a fun experience. What I wish I had done instead is maybe gone to the gym and looked up, you know, a couple exercises that were pretty easy that I could go and do and just enjoy and call it a day. Like if you are out of shape and you try to go do this like huge workout You're going to be crazy sore after, which like feeling sore is nice, but if you're too sore, I think that's also a bad sign that like you need to take it a little easy. So yeah, if you haven't been and you just, if you don't go consistently and you try to just put yourself through this like torture, I just... I don't think that's wise because maybe you'll be able to get through it that one day, but then when you want to go back the next day or in two days, you're going to dread it because you're going to be like, that last experience was literally so terrible, I cannot (laughs) because that's what used to happen to me. And like I said, Maybe I'm different. Maybe some people just get off on, like, putting themselves through misery. Um, Maybe for some people, like, that actually is a good approach to just really go all in and they like doing that. But for me, I just will not want to keep doing something that made me feel terrible. (laughs) I don't think that's a hot take. Um, So, yeah, and I like i said i still stick to this like last week i was in columbus i probably didn't go to the gym for like three or four days um it just i tried but there was a lot going on i was very off my schedule And then I went to go to the gym on Sunday and I almost made the mistake of going way too hard. I was almost like, I haven't been to the gym. Like I have to push, push, push because this, I, you know, I'm punishing myself because I should have been here yesterday. And I had to stop and be like, no, it's fine. It's good that you're here at all. That is something that I tell myself on the days when I do feel really bad and I just I don't want to finish because, you know, even after I've been going to the gym consistently for, oh my goodness, almost a year. Sorry, I'm just realizing this in real time that I've almost been going to the gym a year. That's crazy. I never thought I could do that. Okay, sorry. Toning down the ex- excitement. Um, yeah, I, what was I even saying? But yeah, I was there and I almost was like, um, I'm just, I'm just going to get through this workout. Like I'm going to do all this stuff. No excuses, bro. Like I was almost like that, but then I was like, no, like it's great that you're here. That's what I was saying. I still think that on days when like, I don't feel great. I still just say to myself, you know what, Sarah? Sarah. You're here, and you from two years ago wouldn't have even been here. So maybe stop punishing yourself, and maybe just appreciate that you came at all. Um, <laughs> I don't talk to myself quite that aggressively. Um, sometimes I do. Some if I need to, if I'm if I'm breaking a PR, I'm talking to myself like that. Um, yeah, but anyways, I just be gentle with yourself and be respectful to yourself. Like, and just appreciate where you are at. If you miss a couple days, maybe go one day and just keep it gentle. Just ease yourself back into it. That is one thing that I have just found to always be true in my life personally, is that I need to ease myself into things. Like, I do not do well going from zero to 100. I'm too, like i'm too just like sensitive i'm yeah i just can't maybe some people can but for me that was a really big one is not punishing yourself not being hard on your not being too hard on yourself because at the end of the day you want to leave wanting to come back um so yeah that is my next little tip okay so this next thing has been really really big for me which is that I never show up unprepared. Um, I have found that the times when I have had the worst experiences at the gym are actually not when I've tried to do something really hard, which I just talked about, but are actually when I've showed up without any sort of plan at all. Because... It may be bad to go there and do the wrong thing, but I think it's worse to go there with no idea of what you're doing at all because that's just really overwhelming. Um, If you're somebody like me that maybe in the beginning had a little bit of a hard time with worrying about what other people there were thinking of me or worrying about if I looked stupid doing something... I, like, if I went there without knowing, like, okay, I'm going to use this machine. I'm going to do, I'm going to do this with the weights. I'm going to, the treadmills are here. Like, I know where things are. I know what my plan is. If I go there with a plan, like, I might not always do it perfectly, but to me, it's way better than just going there and not having a plan, and maybe there's one machine there that I think I want to try to use, but it's, but somebody's using it, and so then I just like cry in the middle of the gym because I don't know what else to do. I actually, I have this very vivid memory of trying to go to um, the UC gym, University of Cincinnati. They have a huge gym, a really nice gym, if you know, you know, but it is usually popping, like it is almost always really busy in there, and so I remember going in there, and I did not have much of a plan, like I think the plan was to maybe try a machine or two, like I think the main plan was literally just to get myself through the doors, so I got there, I remember like looking around and this just like, my anxiety was so bad. I was like, oh my goodness, all the machines are full. I am just standing here. I have no idea what I'm doing. I haven't touched a weight in years. Help me, somebody, please, because I am about to faint. <laughs> I am about to pass out because I am so uncomfortable right now. Like I I remember so vividly. I remember walking to the bathroom looking in the mirror being like Sarah calm down like it is okay it's gonna be fine and then yeah I laughed like it was just I was so uncomfortable I was so overwhelmed I had so much anxiety because like I didn't know what I was doing there And even though other people don't know what they're doing there, like, this is the thing. I could have been looking around at people using these machines. They might have been using them totally wrong. Like, now that I actually go to the gym, half the time I see people doing stuff and I'm like, what? Like, I never judge anybody, but like, you know, no one knows what they're doing, at least at the gyms I go to. Like, a lot of people do not know what they're doing, but... When I didn't know what I was doing, like I would get there and I would see people like using these machines and I was like, oh my goodness, I cannot... I can't wait to use one of these machines because I'm going to have to read the little directions thing that says like how to do it. That's going to This was literally my thought process as I was like, if I wait for this machine, then I'm going to have to spend 30 seconds reading about how to use it and then somebody's going to get annoyed at me. I'm going to like hold up the line and then I'm going to be like then I'm going to be inconveniencing someone. Someone's going to get mad at me. Something bad is going to happen. Ah! <laughs> Like, seriously, I was crazy. I would go in there and I was just so scared. And it it wasn't because the gym is scary. It's because I was unprepared and just didn't know what I was doing. And so, sorry I screamed earlier. Sorry for her ears, by the way. Um. So now, I to, to this day, I always go with a plan. And now in my gym journey, and I'm sure like for you once you start going a while, like you will learn enough, like now I know enough exercises that I go with like a loose plan. I go with like, okay, I'm planning on doing this and this and this, but if one of these machines full is full, here's three other things I can do. Like now it's so much easier, but in the beginning, I kid you not, I would always have on my notes app, I would have different things that I was going to do. I was <laughs> I would actually take little videos from YouTube videos. I would watch them on my laptop and record them on my phone, like the, the what I needed to do. And then when I got to the gym, I would get my phone out and look at it because I could never, I couldn't even remember. Like I would watch a video in the morning and then by the afternoon I was like, how in the world do I do this? And so then I would reference my YouTube video. Sometimes I would paste pictures like in my notes so that I knew what I was supposed to do. I, what, what I'm trying to say here is I went to some pretty crazy lengths to make sure that I was prepared because it's not because I'm like, you know, this great prepared person, it's because I knew if I went there unprepared, I would leave because I get anxiety. I mean, now it's a lot better. But in the beginning, that's really, I watched a lot of YouTube videos. Um, If you want any tips on who to watch for YouTube videos, feel free to ask me. I have like some of my favorite people, but honestly, you literally just Google, like, I don't need to tell you guys this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Like if you just Google beginner leg day at the gym you will get a great. You'll get hundreds, probably thousands of great ones. Like so, just start, and and you don't even have to follow it completely. Like watch a video and find maybe three things you're curious about, where you're like, okay, like I'm not sure, but that looks achievable. Don't okay please, this is some another mistake I made is I wanted to do these really like hard things like these kind of more advanced things that I can, you know, barely do now. Like I wanted to do this stuff that required more balance or more practice or more strength. I would try to do it at the beginning and it was just discouraging because I didn't have like proper form. I didn't have enough like knowledge of just how to do simplified versions of that. Um, And so, yeah, it would just be really frustrating. So start with a plan, a beginner plan, do that first, like know what you're going to do. And I guarantee when you go with a plan and you follow it to the best of your ability, you're going to feel great walking out of there because you you stuck to it and you, you'll you feel good. So yeah, that is my next big tip. Do not go unprepared because if you're like me, you'll have a mental breakdown. Okay, so another thing that I think is important, especially when you're beginning, um, is go to an environment you feel really comfortable in. So an example that I actually have of this, I well, I have a personal example and I have an example from my mom, actually. So when I, when I was trying to go to the UC gym, I'm gonna be honest, even when I went there with a plan, when you go there at a time when it's busy, it is like a crazy place. Like you have to wait for everything. People are just like running around all over the place. It's kind of hard to like, get in the zone sometimes because there's just so many like people. Um I did a lot better. I go to Esporta now and I go when it's not super busy so that helps a lot. Um but I started going there because I went there and I was more comfortable. And like I said to me this is just all about trying to enjoy the process and I just got a lot more enjoyment from going somewhere. That wasn't as crowded. Um, they also have saunas at Esporta, and I'm a big sauna girlie. So that was a huge thing for me too. Was. Um, being able to use the sauna at the end, I really enjoyed it. It was something that I looked forward to. It's still something I do. Um, like every workout that I do at East Florida, actually, I, I do the sauna after. But listen to me, I take electrolytes. If you're, if you're going to go in the sauna and sweat a lot, you need to take electrolytes. Sorry, you don't need to. I recommend. Somebody called me out. I'm sorry, side note. Somebody called me out on saying I tell people like they need to do things and they should do things and that's against everything that I believe in. I hate being told what to do so I don't know why I'm telling other people what to do. So if I ever tell you you should or you need to do something, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm working on it. I'm growing and learning. So please be patient with me anyway. I recommend that you take electrolytes, but I recommend it strongly because I care about your health, okay? You don't need to, but I highly recommend it. Anyway, so, um, and this was true for my mom as well. She, um, She was trying to go to Planet Fitness for a while and she was going when it was really crowded and there were a lot of people there. She just didn't love the energy there and that that's okay like that's that's a good enough reason and now she's going to a gym that's a little smaller they have classes there that she loves they have um there's she's met a lot of people there that she enjoys talking to and it's become like a much more pleasant experience so yeah i know that it might be a little bit more expensive but like i said i i think that your health is the best thing that you can invest in. So if you need to invest in going to a gym that's maybe just a little bit more suitable for you, um, I really recommend that you do that. And just like a side note off of that, which I kind of mentioned, is if it's possible. And I realize that I am really fortunate in this particular area because I don't work a normal job. I'm not in school right now. I I can live my days however I want them. Like, of course, I, a lot of times I'll have like rehearsal at night or, you know, of course, of course things come up where I have to adjust my schedule. But generally speaking, I usually can go when I want to go. If I'm having a normal week, I can go in the morning, which is um, when I usually go. I try to go right after my morning routine because it just really sets me up so, yeah could try to go especially if you're a beginner i would just encourage you to try to go at a time when there's not so many people there because you will feel like you can take more time just on like learning things and going through things slowly but i will also say if you cannot go when it's not busy Please don't let this discourage you from going and please just know that people there that are huffing and puffing and acting like they just, you know, their time is more important than everybody else's or approaching you like, how many sets you have left? Like, okay, I'm sorry. I actually do that to people. I sometimes ask people how many sets they have left, but it's not like that. It's, hey, how many sets do you have left? Like, I'm not a jerk about it. Anyway, sidetracked. But yeah, if you if you can't go during a time that's not busy, please don't just like not go. Just go there and, you know, prepare yourself that you might have to wait for some machines. You might have to spend just a little time standing in the corner and try to be okay with that. Put your music in and, you know, just vibe and appreciate the journey. So yeah, so try to go... Um, at times when it's the best for you and to a place that could be the best for you okay so the last tip that I am going to give you and I honestly feel like I have more to say about this so maybe there will be another parter but um yeah the last thing I want to say about this for now is that for me to really start enjoying and appreciating the gym I had to stop caring about what other people have thought of me when I'm there. What Sorry, what other people think of me when I'm there. And this took some very deep inner work um, for a very long time. I have struggled with social anxiety. This presents itself in a lot of different ways. But one way this really presented itself was when I would try to go to the gym. And I think this might be a hard thing for people that don't struggle with anxiety to maybe relate to or to understand. But um, yeah, when I used to go, I just, I was so self-conscious. I had so little self-confidence. I was so concerned with not doing something that would make me look stupid I was concerned with not doing something the right way which you know it all it makes me sympathetic to my younger self to talk about this now because I know that part of the process of going to the gym is just is just being able to fail, to do things where maybe you look stupid, to fall, to do a machine wrong, to, you know, I I went with my mom to the gym um a couple months ago and she went to use the um, I call it the good girl bad girl <laughs> machine, but um people call it the uh what's it called oh my goodness I don't even know the hip ab- abductor where you like open and close your legs. Um, my mom went to use that and she literally, (laughs) it was so funny. Mom, if you're listening, it was, I I love you. It was so funny. She went to like go in there and she didn't know how to sit. And she like fell like down, like past the machine. She totally missed the chair and was just like in the middle of the floor of the hip abductor machine. (laughs) And we were just, it was so funny. And you know what? It just all comes back to what I talk about a lot, which is you have to approach new experiences without a lot of like weight. Like you have to approach them with just like a curiosity and excitement. And like, I'm not sure how to do this, but it's gonna be fun. And if I embarrass myself, so what? You have to walk in there with that mentality because it was funny that she felt, like, thank God she was fine. Like, she just popped, she laughed and popped right back up because she has a great attitude. But, like, yeah, you might embarrass yourself. You might end up in the middle of the hip hop machine. You might fall when you're when you're learning how to use a squat rack. You might what else have I done that's been stupid? I've done all kinds of stupid things. I haven't done as many stupid things because I have a trainer with me um preventing me you know being paid. <laughs> I need someone to to be paid to help me to not do stupid things because otherwise I would do way more of them. but yeah, you have to ex- just expect that like you're a beginner at this, like things are going to go wrong. You're not, you don't know what you're doing. You're doing your best. And it is way better to show up as a beginner that's eager to learn that might mess up than to show up expecting yourself to just be completely perfect and do everything right. Because the reality is you're not going to do everything right. And when you place those expectations on yourself, you're just going to end up upset when they don't go your way. So yeah, I just, I had to not care. Like I had to not care about if I, I did something dumb. And like I said, this took a lot of inner work for me. And it's something that I'm still working on because I used to have really bad anxiety. Like I was talking about at the UC gym, like, I would go in and just normal things were happening but to me because they were unknown they were scary and the best way that I can describe anxiety is it just feels like something bad is going to happen Um, and so I really had to address that in myself and um, I'm still healing emotionally and understanding why I feel certain ways and why I do certain things. But yeah, I my anxiety is so much better now because I feel like I've accepted that it doesn't really matter what I do when I'm there. Like, there's no negative repercussions if I go to the gym and make a fool of myself. Like, you need to come to terms with the fact that Nothing bad is going to happen if you make a mistake there. And who's to even say what a mistake is? Like maybe you go there and you do an exercise like a different way like of course you want to try to always have good form and you don't want to hurt yourself but maybe you go there and you do something a different way like it's fine there is no right way to go to the gym the gym is for everybody the gym is for a million different body sizes body types body heights body weights the, <laughs> it's for everybody there's no right way to do things and and you know what if there are people that are in there that are making you feel like there's right way to do things and like you know you can't mess up screw those people like they they aren't there for the right reasons i'm sorry the gym is the gym is not there so you can go and feel like you know, you're better than everybody for an hour. No, the gym is there so that we can all go and have this time to better ourselves. And that's like a beautiful thing. So yeah, I just, I'm not going to get too into like the work I've done that's helped me get past this that's helped me to stop worrying about what other people think of me there we'll save that for another episode but I do just have to tell you that that has been a huge part of it has just been self-work and self-examination asking myself a lot of questions understanding why I feel certain ways why I react to certain things in particular ways um And along with that, just going to the gym consistently, I've also just my my concern for what anyone else thinks of me has just worn off, too, because I am more comfortable there because I do have a very loose (laughs) understanding of what I'm doing, um, which makes it a lot less scary. But you know what? You don't have don't don't be like me. Don't wait until you've been going to the gym a couple months to start to feel like you belong there because the truth is no matter where you're starting no matter how much you know about the gym um it's for you it's there for you the gym is just as much there for you as it is for that meathead in the corner that's (laughs) lifting you know a thousand pounds (laughs) I don't even think I don't know if anyone's doing that but the gym is just as much there for you as anybody else. Like, take it from me. Do not be like me and have this, this um, lie in your head that just because somebody might know what they're doing more or be better equipped or look differently than me, the gym is somehow more for them than it is for me. Nope. I will never, I will never think that way about the gym again. The gym is for everybody. Um, yeah, and it is definitely for you. Okay, I think that's all I have um for now. It was, you know, I got sidetracked a couple times. It was a little chaotic, but we managed and I I think it was a good one. Hopefully I gave you some good tips about going to the gym if you've had a hard time being consistent there if you feel like you've started and it just you haven't been able to stick with it. Maybe one of these things I said will help you a little bit. Okay, so hot tip. I actually have two hot tips. Okay, so the first tip I have for you is about meditation. And when I first started meditating, I would never put headphones in. I would just sit there on my floor just vibing out, letting, you know, the sounds of nature guide me. And by nature, I mean the ambulances that are driving down the road and my neighbors next door that are way too loud, or fill in the blank. I was just letting those sounds um, carry me during my meditation, which you know, as you can imagine, wasn't great, didn't put me in the best headspace, didn't really allow me to go inward and stop thinking about what was happening around me. That was, you know, I was probably not setting myself up for success there. So anyways, now I use headphones and that in and of itself has been a huge game changer because I put on, um, I don't listen to like words, I actually listen to just like pl- like meditation playlists, like it'll just be really nice music that helps me feel better energetically, sorry if that's a little woo woo, but that's what works for me, so yeah, I put on these like meditation playlists, they really help me to just kind of get in the zone and remove myself from things that are happening a- around me and really go inward. Um, so that's been a game changer in and of itself, headphones for meditation. But also the music that I use when I listen to, I have been recycling it throughout the day. So what I mean by that is if I need to do something where I have to get back into like a really creative or like reflective or high high energy place, if I feel like I need to reaccess that, that meditative feeling. Um, because honestly, when I get up from my meditations, that is probably the best that I feel like that's actually why I've been trying to do stuff, you know, stuff that requires a lot of thought or reflection right after I meditate because I feel like I'm in such a good place at that point. Um, so yeah, Um, One thing I've done is I've taken the stuff that I listen to when I meditate and listen to it later in the day and it's really helped me. Um, Yeah, it's helped me to get like kind of back in that state. Actually, when I was making this podcast outline, I listened to the music that I was meditating to this morning and it just helped me feel like more reflective. I find as a musician, it can be really hard for me. Um, if I try to get work done when I'm listening to like music with words, that's not really good because I'm thinking about the words. If I'm listening to classical music, that also sometimes isn't good because then I'm thinking about like the music. If as a violin part that I know, I'm thinking about the violin part. I'm thinking about like the meaning in the music. And so for me, I have to listen to something that I don't have a ton of like, like, like with classical music, if, if I know it, I feel like I'm invested in it. So I'm going to want to like give it more of my attention. If it's a thing with words, I'm going to want to listen to the words. But if I just listen to like a meditative something or other, or honestly, even just like sound bites or like, or um, symbols, like something like that, which is almost more of a sound effect like that I listen to when I meditate, it just gets me in this better like place mentally where I can focus better. So yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. But it's really helped me. And the second thing I wanted to say along the lines of music, which we didn't even talk about, I can't believe I didn't give you this as a um, as a tip with the gym stuff. But you need a kick ass playlist. You need for, okay, for me at least, again, I recommend that you have a kick-ass playlist because for me, part of going to the gym, um, you know, part of going to the gym and feeling like I had a good workout is being able to not really think about everything that's happening around me and just kind of zone in on me. And getting a really good playlist with songs I love where I can really, like, either be singing along or dancing along, depending how I'm feeling, where I can just really get into the music, I feel like that really helps. And I think especially if you're somebody that struggles with worrying about, like, what people are thinking about you at the gym, this is huge because it can really just eliminate outside forces and sounds, especially if they're noise canceling, might I add, which I just learned. Everyone knows this. Should I even say it? I'm still going to. I just learned that you can turn the noise cancellation on your AirPods on and off. Yeah, no joke. I, <laughs> if your people are listening, they're like, wow, how long have you had AirPods? You're a crazy person okay well thank you i am (laughs) but yeah you you like hold the little button on the ear down and it like goes on and off um google this don't yeah if you don't know how just google it but you can do that so it's been nice for me because if i'm working out with someone i turn the noise cancellation off And if I'm by myself, I turn the noise cancellation on. So yeah, that has helped a lot. How many tips did I just give you? Like five? You're welcome. Five for the price of one. Man, I'm just delivering. Okay, anyways, I think that's it. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I've had some guests the last couple weeks, so it was fun to just sit down with you and have a little one-on-one time, a nice little hangout. Um, Okay, so, you know the drill. If you're not following me, what are you doing with your life? Just kidding. Um, If you're not following me and you would like to, you can follow at Violin, V-I-O-L-I-N, Sarah, (laughs) with an H, B as in Banning it banning it banning it know. um b as in blush there we go, um at Violin Sarah b on Instagram, um, yeah, follow me. I'm trying to post more, you know what? I'm going to Chicago next week. I am going to post actually, when this episode is released, my new day to release episodes is tentatively Tuesday, like we'll see. (laughs) I hate putting that out there because then I'm accountable for it and I don't love accountability. Um, something I need to work on, probably a toxic trait. Anyway, follow along Violin Sarah B. If you have not rated my show yet, can you please, if you're feeling generous, give me five stars. It really helps with, um, viewing, with people being able to find it, with the podcast succeeding and whatnot, I don't know. So please, if you don't mind, give me five stars. If it's anything less than that, I don't want it. (laughs) Keep it to yourself. Just kidding. I mean, yeah, rate it how you really feel, but I hope you feel like it's five stars. Um, yeah. All right. That's all I got. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope that you do something that scares you because that's what makes us stronger at the end of the day. All right. Have a great week. Bye.